Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, and I am joined in life, love, and all things by my wonderfully talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the vast, expansive terrain that we have lovingly dubbed the Sprawl. On today's program, let's take a look at casinos. Specifically, let's examine our selections for the 10 best Native American hotel casinos that you can visit within the bounds of the Southern California sprawl. In 1986, the Cabazon Band of Indians filed a lawsuit against the state of California. The Native Americans had been hosting poker tournaments, bingo tournaments. They'd been operating a makeshift casino, and the state of California objected to this. The state shut down everything that the Cabazon Indians were up to, effectively telling them to get out of town. Except this actually, technically, was their town. You see, they were operating on the reservation awarded to the tribe. So, a basis for a justifiable lawsuit was mounted. The case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, and in 1987, the court found in favor of the Cabazon Band of Indians, and this landmark case indirectly led to the proliferation of Native American casinos that currently grace 25 different American states from sea to shining sea. Whether you're driving on the 10 the 405, the 101, any of the lengthy freeways in Southern California, you're bound to pass a Native American casino slash hotel. There are around 60 of these operations in the state of California. 
going all the way up north into Crescent City, down to Sacramento, along the coast in Monterey, and as far down as the very bottom of the state of California before it becomes the country of Mexico. Not all of these resort casinos are created equal. We've done the legwork, and let me tell you, it was uh, quite strenuous, in order to present to you our selections for the 10 can't-miss Native American hotel casinos that you need to visit in the Southern California sprawl. At number 10, Barona Resort and Casino. This is located in San Diego County, Lakeside to be specific. It's been around for over 20 years at this point. I remember hearing about it when I was in high school because it was one of the only casinos where you only had to be 18 in order to play. And another fascinating thing about Barona is that alcohol is not served in the actual casino because of the 18-year-old limit. This provides access to younger gamblers looking to enjoy a good night of fun. Barona also includes state-of-the-art amenities, pools, golf course, first-rate dining, and over 2,000 different slot machines where you will hopefully strike it big. At number 10, it's Barona Resort and Casino. At number 9, Agua Caliente Resort and Casino in Rancho Mirage. So now we find ourselves in the Coachella Valley, home to Palm Springs and the ultra-famous music festival. But there are a number of Native American hotel casinos operational in the area. And this is one of the better ones. And it's not the only one of its kind, even. There's a satellite campus, or I guess a satellite casino, that's pretty much in the heart of downtown Palm Springs. Uh, but the flagship location is located in Rancho Mirage a supremely wealthy desert enclave that makes some of the houses in Palm Springs look like second-rate dwellings. At the casino, entertainment is first-rate. On a recent trip, we didn't actually go to the show, but I did note that Cedric the Entertainer was performing a set at Agua Caliente. There are the games and slot machines that you all know and love, first-rate dining, as is to be expected, and this casino has a 16-story tower where you can feast your eyes on the breathtaking beauty inherent within the Coachella Valley. And number nine, it's Agua Caliente Casino and Hotel in Rancho Mirage. And number eight, Morongo Resort and Casino, located in Cabazon. So this is about 30 miles away from the Palm Springs area. A pretty short distance if you do want to make it out to that city. And here you have first-rate dining. There's a buffet known as the Marketplace 
helmed by none other than Top Chef's Fabio Viviani. Just a wonderful mixture of cuisines from all over the world that had everyone that we ran into on a recent stay just raving about uh, the food. Additionally, there's a penthouse restaurant called Il Cielo at the top of the property. Morongo has the tallest structure to be found anywhere in Riverside County. Uh, at 27 stories, it is the biggest skyscraper in the entire county. And this dynamic restaurant, Al Cielo, is right there at the top with the unbelievable views that you expect and phenomenal food that you would hope to get your hands on. Also, there's a ton of space for proper gaming with frequent promotional giveaways and fun kind of tie-ins, whether they be to college football games or other sporting events. It feels like a continuously churning party at Morongo, and it's a stone's throw from those totally bizarre and ultra-fascinating Cabazon dinosaurs that were covered on a prior episode of the podcast. Number seven, Paula Resort and Casino in the city of Paula, which is near places like Julian and Ramona, Valley Center. Think northeastern San Diego County and uh, you're on the right track. The property is home to a world-class theater where they routinely book big-time musical acts, comedians of the First Order. There's always something fun going down at Paula. It's been around since 2003, having set down roots right at the beginning of this period of vast Native American gaming expansion in Southern California. See, there were a bunch of casinos that were built around the start of the 21st century, and this was one of them. And it has endured, it's gone through some renovations, it's routinely cited nationally as one of the best examples of a Native American-run casino resort, and we are blessed to just have it in our backyard there in Paula. Number six, Harrah's Resort, Southern California. So the name Harrah's is most widely connected with the Harrah's Company, which was sold to uh, Caesars, but that manages a herd of properties in places like Las Vegas and uh, Detroit. There are a lot of different Harrah's properties, but none quite like this. With their Native American partners in tow, this massive compound on the northeastern side of San Diego County will impress even the most cynical visitors. We're talking three spectacular towers, over a thousand different guest rooms, top shelf amenities, and a commitment to fun. In fact, They've actually had an official ambassador of fun for the last five or so years, or they actually call him a mayor. So they're, the mayor of fun was once David Hasselhoff, 
And it's now Jane Lynch from Glee. Just a cursory examination of the event calendar shows performances by luminaries like Chris Tucker. He's coming to Harris pretty soon. And the rest of the event calendar is also flooded with extremely recognizable names. Harris has style, class, everything that one needs to enjoy a phenomenal weekend at the casino. And number five, Chumash Resort and Casino in Santa Ynez. So this is just outside Santa Barbara in the gorgeous Santa Ynez Valley. I remember attending basketball games at the Staples Center like 15 years ago where Chumash Resort and Casino uh, happened to be the sponsor. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, I wonder what goes on over there. Well, luckily, I did find out fun is what traditionally takes place at uh, the Chumash Resort and Casino in Santa Ynez. So there, try one of their nine different restaurants, swim in one of their multiple pools, do your best Tiger Woods impression by playing at their first-rate golf course. It's like Las Vegas without the heat. The Chumash Resort and Casino in Santa Ynez is definitely worth a pit stop. And number four, Viejas Resort and Casino in San Diego County. One of the more recognizable names, Viejas has been the principal sponsor of the San Diego State Basketball Arena for a number of years. They took over from Cox. And this resort and casino is the type of place that can appeal to anyone in your traveling party. They have thousands of slot machines, over a hundred different table games, the requisite pools and golf course that you anticipate from your casino resort experience. They book legendary acts to grace their stages at the theaters inside the property. Viejas is an example of the great things that can happen when an idea truly comes into fruition. Number four, Viejas. And number three, Yamava at San Manuel Resort and Casino in Highland. This sprawling casino resort has undergone a dramatic makeover in recent times. Clearly, a hefty amount of money has been put into the property, expanding its global footprint and improving accommodations all across the board. We recently discussed George Lopez and his Chingon Kitchen, which is located inside of the casino resort. And the Yamava Theater is really turning things up. In the last month, They've had performances from iconic musicians like Pink, The Black Keys, Ice Cube is coming pretty soon. Things are really looking up for fans, like my father-in-law, of the goings-on at Yamava at San Manuel. So yes, it is sort of personal for our family, 
And after having visited the resort and casino, I definitely see why my father-in-law loves it so much. It is a special place where folks can let their hair down, leave their worries at the doorstep, and have a bit of fun. And number two, Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino in Indio. So again, we find ourselves back in the confines of the Coachella Valley. First time I ever stopped at Fantasy Springs, it was on the way back from a week of Super Bowl parties in Arizona. My traveling group and I stopped to watch the Super Bowl between the Seahawks and the Patriots, the one that the Patriots stole in the waning moments of the game. And while on hand, I surveyed the grounds and walked away completely impressed. Tony Bennett was coming into town. Everything was as clean as possible. The food and beverage programs were nothing short of first rate. A truly wonderful place to watch the Super Bowl. I mean, we got probably five or six different appetizers. And while munching down on chicken wings and celery sticks, we got to see an unforgettable professional sporting event. Sometimes Fantasy Springs gets overshadowed by other casinos nearby. But after having been to all of them, I'm thoroughly convinced that this is one of the premier Native American casino resorts to be found anywhere in the Southern California sprawl. And that means that we've arrived at our number one spot. Number one, Pachanga Resort and Casino in Temecula. The gaming here is first rate. From a comparisons point of view, Pachanga has more slot machines and gaming space than what's in store at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, which I found pretty wild to know. Everything here is first class and classy, like some of the other establishments discussed over the course of this episode, they routinely bring in legitimate musical and comedic heavyweights to perform for their audiences. I would give the cleanliness an A+. Customer service also gets an A+. They are one of, I believe, six different properties to receive the triple A four diamond rating. And if one only had a sole day to experience what a dynamic Native American resort casino has to offer, Pachanga, in our opinion, is the best place to do so. And that's going to do it for another episode of the program. I'd like to thank everyone for their continued support. A couple of easy ways to demonstrate such support. Hop on Apple iTunes, leave us a kind review and a five-star rating. That stuff really helps us out a great deal on the business end. Also like to remind you to follow us on Instagram. The handle is Living in the Sprawl Podcast. Or drop us a line. We love corresponding with you, our dear wonderful listeners. So write an email to living in the sprawl podcast at gmail.com. We'd also like to draw your attention to our Patreon Apple subscription bonus content. 
We just put out a new episode, The Best Bakeries in Inglewood. So if you want to hear that, the only way to do so is by becoming a Patreon or Apple subscriptions member. We'd also like to direct you to our phenomenal website. And it's on that phenomenal website that you can get your hands on Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Also, the Living in the Sprawl guide. Very, very helpful. It'll save you time and it'll come in handy. So, on behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble hosted correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and immensely talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises. Thanking you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Until next time.